Welcome to episode 82 of Comic Book Queers Legacy. We have a very special show. We've got one big mama of a thing to talk about. I am your host, Brett, and joining me is Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Welcome to The Weekend. Yes. Uh, And we're not talking about the singer. We are talking about the biggest thing that's going on this weekend. There are E's in our weekend. I didn't even wait to the end of the weekend to, oh, to shit, do what no. I need to do. Girl, I saw it Thursday at 6 p.m. Thursday at 9. Hell yeah. Oh, my Lord. And I just got back from my second viewing. And we're talking about Endgame. Avengers Endgame, Avengers Part 4. Part 4. Yeah, which will be for... Uh, it's going to be the biggest, the highest grossing movie ever. I mean, don't you think? Like, please, because Avatar is, it's like, it's kind of dog shit at this point. Didn't, wait, didn't no, the other Avengers beat Avatar? No, it's still Avatar. How uh. is it still Avatar? Were we that amazed by the higher resolution graphics? Oh, I'm going to bring up, Avatar is going to come up actually in this conversation. Oh, fun. Be- well, no, not the- fun. And as more of a matter of oh. complaint, because there's certain actors that had Avatar scheduling conflicts for this movie. Which I have to say, fuck Avatar. Those new—he's oh, making—he's making like two more movies back to back. Do you give a shit about seeing another Avatar movie? No, God, no. Like Who Avatar did not leave the—it didn't leave the impression on our pop culture that its box office said it should have. And I went to the Avatar Land in uh, uh, Animal Kingdom in Disney World. Stupid. It's not—it's not interesting. Okay, why are we talking about Avatar? I don't know what happened. Let's talk to me. about Endgame. Endgame. So we're not going to like talk through the movie or just have kind of a, a, a just a roundabout stream of consciousness conversation. We're going to talk about it categorically. Evil. Is there anything general though that you want to say about the movie? Well, we have to we do. Begin? Well, I think first first of all, I just want to throw it out there. We are assuming that everyone has seen this movie. So, as always, the way we discuss things is we just assume if you're listening, you've read it, you've heard it. If you didn't hear it, then you don't mind being spoiled because we are not holding anything back. This isn't a non-spoiler review. Yeah. What is this, a 10-minute show? Yeah. I don't have time for that. Um, I mean, I have more time than that. We do need to do our count of three, loved it or hated. Okay, so let's open with that. Avengers okay, Endgame, Brett. On the count of three, loved it or hated it. One, two, three. Loved, loved it. it! It was the best movie-going experience of my life, and that is no hyperbole. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, that, I mean, I mean isn't I that don't the know best if, time? I mean, I had, had a great, a I had a great time. I did have a great time. I did. I've never but, emoted okay. that that forcefully i was screaming at the screen so forcefully at times that I, it was like i was trying to tear it apart with my voice like like it had like stuck its finger up my butt when i was sleeping like that <laughs> level of yell i will say like i was banshee i will say this ban- dead ban- zombie banshee or uh, a live banshee zombie banshee okay. 
Um, I will say this, though. Uh, the beginning, you do not watch Game of Thrones. I've been watching Game of Thrones. And uh, do you know how many battles they had in the first two episodes of Game of Thrones? Zero. None. It was all just all the characters reuniting and talking to each other. And for a bit, I was like, okay, come on, fight. And I kind of felt like that in the beginning of this. Even though it's all like, oh, yay, these characters are talking. Oh, yay, these characters are talking. I felt they needed to interplay a little bit of action. They did have the Battle of Thanos where they beheaded him, but that was not enough. I felt there needed to be more fights in the beginning. That's my only complaint of the whole movie. Well, I loved that there was not fights in the beginning. I thought just lingering on so much emotion was great. Oh my God, were you, like, you were like probably whole... jerking off for the whole... You're like, oh, oh my I God, was. the Hulk came out, and you're like... Uh, well, we'll talk about that, too, <laughs> <laughs> as, far as, as far as the Hulk goes. Um, I It was so unexpected. Like, to um, behead Thanos in the beginning, you were just dumbfounded. Be, you were bewildered, because you thought... This whole thing was going to end with a fight with Thanos, but they yeah. had just killed him. It just, it stayed one step ahead of you. Like, I, I just could not believe. When you knew that certain things were about to happen, like when they went back in time and you realized that they were going to travel back to our favorite movie moments, you're yeah. just like, yeah. your mind is blown at how celebratory and just clever this was. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was uh, good. And, and I that, cried. I, oh, I cried through in it. The whole movie. I, I think. will say that the last fight scene that was pretty. That was pretty oh, fucking fuck. epic. It was well, they had epic. me crying in the first scene. And I will say, my one friend was like, um, "If they all just came back to life, how did they all know to show?" And I was like, "Oh, just shut up." <laughs> Well, they did kind of attribute Doctor Strange to, because it did take them a while. Yeah. When I saw it the second time, I realized, I was like, oh, yeah, no, it... It took a hot it's second. It's been a while since since the, of all characters, Hulk snapped them back. Yeah. But between that and the moment they show up, it's it's actually a long time. I'm like, oh, Doctor Strange had plenty of time to rally everybody. Plenty. Um, and... I was not, I am not want for any explanation on time stuff at all. I felt they handled it. Well, okay, let's start with that, though. This is interesting. And I will say, I recommend, uh, shit, I don't know what it's called, but I watched this one YouTube video. And it basically described all of the way different movies handle time travel and how each movie has different rules. And like how Harry Potter, you can't change time. So when in the Harry Potter movies, when he went back in time, they were already there. Like everything had already happened. There's no changing of time at all. We're back to the future. You can change the outcome and change of time. So every movie has different. And this one, they basically talk about all of those movies. And they're like, nope, this is different. If you go back in time, it's a different timeline. It doesn't change the past. None of that has changed. And they were like, all right, so we're not going to talk about it anymore. And I kind of like that. Where they were like, this is how it is, yeah. so just shut up. <laughs> yeah, and I also like that when Hulk was like, explain to me why you think you can change the past. What told you you can change the past? Rhodey and um, Scott Lang get really mad. They're like, 
<laughs> when they're rattling off all the movies, yeah. they're so mad. And that cracks me the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> that they're like, they're so... Back to the future. The possibility is it true? of being lied to, <laughs> the possibility of being betrayed and lied to, was like too much for them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. But yeah, so this it one, great. it's it kind of great. like so the one the the thing I and this will lead to later on. We're going to get into biggest plot hole, which I won't get into yet. But um, their plan is because that was the thing is I just watched a movie called um, Fuck. What is it? It was Rachel McAdams. It was made in like two thousand four. The Time Traveler's Wife? No, but she's in another time travel movie. Oh. And uh, and this one, this guy can like, on his 21st birthday, his dad real, reveals to him that he can travel back in time just by going into a private room and thinking really hard. And the problem is he decided to, he's going back and changing things, but then he meets Rachel McAdams. They have kids. And in this one, he actually goes back before he had a kid and changed something. And when he came back, his kid was different. Like, he had a different kid. Different kid. And then he realized, like, oh, that means, oh, we probably fucked a different day because of these changes, and now I have a different child. So, and it's a different, yeah, a different sperm. A different so sperm. So the one thing I kept thinking of is when, when he had that, when Tony Stark came with this little girl, with, yeah. uh, I was like, if he goes back to change time, his child will never be born. His child will disappear. That was, like, the I first we thing that I was thinking. Yeah. I thought that was, like, why aren't they talking about that? Yeah. And Tony knew. He's like, no, she's already born. Like, nothing's going to change that. It's we're bringing all the people back. We're, it's we're going to be here where we are now, and we're bringing all the people back. Yeah, which brings up aging. When we get to speculation, we'll talk about ramifications. But I will say this is the interesting thing. What you saw this twice. So the world was disappeared. Like half the population disappeared. But in the beginning. They were talking about they were dealing with like earthquakes and all this other stuff, and then she, and then Captain Marvel was like, "This is happening on all the planets." Were they talking about other ramifications, or were they just like de- talking about? It seemed like there was like, "Are the earthquakes happening because of this, or is it just like shit's fucked up because half the people are gone?" Yeah, and I think they leave that vague with the earthquake in particular. I think they leave that vague on purpose, and it's kind of a way of showing that Natasha has gotten a little bit control freaky. Yeah. Where she's created this team five years later that is solving disasters. I, there is an implication that Thanos's whole theory was wrong and that he actually fucked a lot of shit up. Yeah, that's what um, it seemed like, that there was other yeah. ramifications of this happening. But all, the other layer is like, is um, Okoye looking at Black Widow going, it's an earthquake. Like, yeah, oh my God. Animal. She's like, bitch... Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Natasha is very much at, at a breaking point in that scene. It's very interesting. And that's the scene where Scott shows up. Yeah. Because Cap comes in, interrupts Natasha when she's having her breakdown. It's great. Um, and there was also um, a lot of uh, shout outs to the gays in this movie. Well, can we get into our categories? Okay, sure. <laughs> I was okay. Not that. Not the gay stuff wasn't in any of my things. So I was just. Oh, I'd... it's in mine. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then we can save it. All righty. What are we starting with? Which category are we starting with? Well, this is such a character-based experiment. Uh, this whole twenty-two movies of a connected Marvel universe. Which actually, before we begin, can I just say that we had eleven years of twenty-two. 
movies that were connected that formed a giant macro narrative and ended with probably the best payoff of anything ever and the best movie going experience of anything ever and just the 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 sheer size of movie stars and and characters that this thing had like outside of the fact that it took place in the marvel universe it would be amazing anyway but it was set in the marvel universe like it was marvel yeah like each of these little movies are a blockbuster in themselves with super big stars. And then here's a movie that's literally combining all of them. It's crazy. From the big battle to the funeral. Yeah. The way that they celebrate all the different clusters of characters. Although I will say, incredible. well, I, we can bring that up later, but okay. I had some CGI well, issues. <laughs> okay. Since we are... Since we are celebrating characters, let's begin with our first car- category, best character. So, who was the character that you enjoyed? I want you go first. Okay. Um, I have to say that from the second this character was introduced uh, throughout the entire film, and then ultimately what this character accomplished at the end, um, I never thought I would enjoy the Hulk the most mm. in an Avengers movie, but here we are. He was amazing. Amazing. And that's the other thing. Can we also just talk about how hot he is? So hot. My With those glasses. Oh. oh, and that smirky face, that oh. cute Mark Ruffalo face, and that body. Oh. He was like, he was kind of more trim. I think it was the posture. Yeah. <laughs> My husband said to me that if we were younger when these movies came out, like if like Iron Man came out when we were like eleven or twelve, oh my and god, we like went into teen. He's Seriously, like, I would have jerked off up. over yeah. the Hulk so many times. <laughs> it would have really affected the type of man I would have ultimately been attracted to in adulthood. See, well, it would ruin you. God. You would then just be uh, dating all these juice heads, <laughs> and then so be like, five years put this green exactly. makeup on. Yeah. So it's five years later, and when we pick, when we meet Bruce Banner, he's been able to combine his intellect with the Hulk's body, and he's Professor Hulk. But here's the thing. Know what I wish they did? I wish they did a comic book callback. And do you know what I'm talking about? Because do you know no, who what? that reminded me of, of whose run? Who? Peter David's run. Oh, yes, yes. I w- it would have been interesting if they made him gray. Yes. Because the Greyhawk was that kind of combined version that we were seeing. I thought they that would have been like the... a really cool like callback, but yeah, they didn't do it. They it's used fine. the Grey in Ultron. Oh, yeah. But I will say uh, his character is amazing. And I will say a lot of characters turned into comic foils, strangely, that you wouldn't expect. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Thor. Yes. Thor was in my top also of, he didn't make it to my number one, but him, but fat Thor is, fat alcoholic Thor is great. (laughs) Great. It's great. And, and when we get to best comedic performance, maybe I'll dive into that more. (laughs) Like he's, it's, the characters are so great, but do you want to know who my character is? Mine was... I chose a different thing because it was a character that it was like, I knew this character was going to have a big part in it because of the comics. 
But the fact that this character Ooh, kind yes. of became the centerpiece and almost in a weird way, the heart really surprised me. And it was the person I was rooting for the most because it was the person that had the biggest stakes. Everyone, you knew what side they were on, but I'm going with Nebula. Yes. yes. Fucking Nebula yes. was like the heart of the fucking movie. And it surprised me and I was, I loved it. Everyone expected to see Nebula with the gauntlet on bring everyone back like in the comics yeah, She was at the heart of this movie in such a different way in that she was responsible for the tilt for for what led to the ultimate conflict. Yeah. Um, but just through just through how like how she's put together, like she didn't do anything, mm-hmm. but it just sucks that she she when she came from the future, she and her past self like their their software synced up. Which is that? Can I just tell you that is so smart. That is such a smart smart plot device. Oh my god! Because it's one of those things where you're like, but how? The the, if who? I'm just like who thought of that to get to? Because it's just so perfect. Of that's how it all comes back together. And it's just she's like the fucking Rain Sinclair of like of the Marvel movie universe. She just has it awful. And she has to deal with her old self. She has to literally deal with who she used to be. And Jesus. she and she has to deal with her old sister, Gamora, who hasn't come around to her yet. And who hasn't right. chosen the side of good yet. And I will say, this is where I'll bring it up right now with Gamora, is I felt she what would probably have been in it more if she wasn't had a, all the Avatar conflicts. Yeah. Which, yes. but I love it. Yeah, they they used her well. Yes, um, yes, because she still was like mysterious, dark, weird Gamora. But we knew that she had the secret knowledge of the Soul Stone in her head at this point to keep it away from Thanos. You know, exactly. I mean? like she's reacting. She's hearing Vormir, and she's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, and that is the other interesting plot thing that we found out in this is the people that died from. The Soul Stone cannot be brought back. Or can they? Uh, what? Oh, the people... No, they cannot. It is. He said it's an everlasting exchange so for Red he, Skull. So I want to ask you this then. What happened to old Gamora? She wasn't she got part of that cliff. But she no 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 no. But old no old Gamora who came to the future. And oh was fighting. oh at the end. Because I'm yeah. assuming she was not part of the snap. I'm assuming she was not dusted because it seems that there was a clear setup. Well, and we'll get to speculation later on. Okay okay all right. Moving on. Um. So so funny. What what a funny. Well, since we're talking about characters and performances, I'm going to flip it just one sec. Uh, And we already mentioned it. So my best comedic performance. Okay. My best comedic performance. um, They say comedy is tragedy plus timing. So I have to give it to Chris Hemsworth, who (laughs) surprisingly was one big panic attack. Like, he was deep, deep trauma, deep depression. Throughout the entire movie, yeah, he was great. He's my choice Dad too. Bod Thor, he, but the second time too, it, he's so f- funny at it. It's he's such a mess. He's so Lebowski. He that's what he is. He's the dude. 
<laughs> He's Lebowski <laughs> Thor. I can't. I like smart, cute Hulk and Lebowski Thor are like so. These choices. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh God, he just really uh, even through. Like you don't want to think of what Thor went through as a joke, because it wasn't. I mean, it was. It's he's having real mental issues. You know, he's really dealing with trauma, uh, heightened for comedy. Chris Hemsworth was so good at kind of walking that line of, yeah, this my behavior is funny, but I'm really sad. Well, Chris Hemsworth, I think they, I think Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth's next big project should be a straight up comedy. I would love him to do a straight up comedy and not because he's doing Men in Black, which I'm sure he's oh, going to be the Will Smith and he's going to be the funny one where uh, what's her name? Tessa. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be the more like serious. Yeah, like, book. Yeah. yeah. Which also I also find it weird that the two leads of Thor are now the two <laughs> leads of Men in Black. I find that so like love it. so strange. Uh, I agree. I felt he was great. Uh, what was the was did he was one of his moments was that what if what is your favorite comedic moment? Yeah, uh, I laughed as hard the second time as when I did the first time because it wasn't a well, I kind of was a surprise, but it was like such great content and such great delivery. To me, the best bit in the movie came from Captain America. Oh my god, is it going to be the same as mine? Which part? <laughs> That is America's ass. That's mine too. <laughs> there was so much gay shit in this. Oh, oh, I know. There was oh, so I much. St- I mean, yeah, but he's just there unconscious. He's like, that is America's ass. Like, I was like, this is gay. The fact that the way you you change the world is by snapping—that's real gay. <laughs> like, come oh, on. Um, then the fact that. Uh, uh, and then they have like a gay, uh, like a gay guy saying like that he was like in the gay in the support group. There was like a whole the yeah. gay guy had a whole thing with was, Steve supporting him. Yeah, he's like, "You did the right thing, girl." He's like, "Girl, does he have a big dick? Because that's all um, that matters now, honey." What? I love. Yeah, you know, America's yeah, ass. Who started that? Wait, who start? Was it Paul Rudd? Was it Ant Man no, or Iron Man? Tony. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> When he's spying on the end of Avengers 1, when they're back in the bar, and Loki's like, okay, I'll take that drink now. (laughs) Tony's like, God, I gotta say, Cap, that first suit did nothing for your ass. What is that? What the fuck is that? Because no one asked you to look. And then then Ant-Man's like, hey, you shut up about that ass. That's America's ass. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But, like, ugh, the way Chris Evans delivers it, too, it's so cocky. And mm, he's just feeling himself so hard. Ugh. Oh my goodness. But you know what? It was hilarious. It was fun. It was great. But they're definitely, if you're going to sit there and be a nerd like I am and nitpick it, there are some plot holes. (laughs) Yes, there are. And so I would say what plot hole bothered you the most? I have a plot hole. I have something that happens... In the movie that made gave that made me have a bothering plot hole of the first movie, <laughs> and oh, then wow. I have another plot hole move. So I have two. Oh, mine is so minor. Mine's so minor. Okay, but it drove me nuts the second it happened. The first time I saw it, I was like, "What? 
Um, and if I were going to give my, if I were going to shoot for a no prize, I would say, well, maybe Clint has just been paying the monthly bill for the family plan the entire time. <laughs> but it was right after. Oh, I know. It was okay. A- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, her f- bitch, her phone isn't still working. Like, everybody just, like, popped back. <laughs> All their technology still worked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, my Facebook's still up. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, so it was when Laura Barton called <laughs> Clint right after, right after Hulk snap. Mine was, um, my, okay, so mine was, uh, the plot hole was the similar, but it's, it's more the general, how the fuck did all these people come back? Like, how? So, like, when, when Tom Holland, when Spider-Man, Peter Parker sees, what's his friend's name? Ned. Um, when he sees, uh, when they're back in school. Yeah, oh, I have the same question. And, and he I was sees him, and then I was like, yeah. okay, one, he's acting like, the friend is acting like he's been here the whole time missing him. Right. And I was like, yeah. then bitch, you'd be five years older. Exactly. So but so if it's not, then you guys, this is just like a couple of hours. So it's like, it wouldn't, so, yeah, so there's things like what that. Did, did, so in Spider-Man Far From Home, did they all, did all of our cute characters all of pd's friends get dusted yeah (laughs) yeah that's what yeah so that they're the same age so my other big thing is like why so there has to be tons of people that are five years apart which is very similar to that tv show where the plane takes off and lands five years later have you seen oh five years later I forget what the no, sh- I don't. no, but yeah. there's a what TV show. Called? It's like the very, 100. No, it's like it's like a rival. No, that's the not 40. it. Who gives a shit? Fuck, fuck that show. I watched the first few episodes and it was dumb. Um, but anyway, but that it dealt with the same thing of like, oh, now there's people that you used to be older and now I'm older. So I'm just kind of like, how the fuck does all that work? And did these people just where did they appear? Do they appear where they were? Like when they disappeared. So what about the people that were in planes? Did they appear <laughs> thousands of feet in there and then fell to their no, death? I'm sure. And that I'm also sure makes me... wish was bring them back safely. But then planes. I'm gonna. I would love someone to be in a nerd like thing of being like in a big like comic con and be like, excuse me, excuse me. I'd like to talk to you about planes in the way, <laughs> in the dusting. So uh, there were pilots that were dusted when the dusting happened and so that means everyone aboard those flights died but they but there's people that weren't dusted in the air that then crashed and died were they brought back as well hmm hmm yeah a lot of people died who weren't dusted like on roads and yeah was it just like tough shit for you but oh, I'm sure everything worked out. It's, it was just, they just wished yeah. for a happy ending. But in the end, that is a suspension of disbelief. You're just like, whatever. My next, whatever. my next plot hole was I felt, what? I felt when Thanos had the gauntlet on, it was uh-huh. much easier for them to take the, the things off when it was like, why didn't you fucking do that? When you were fighting him in the first movie. Well, because Thanos, because I actually have an answer. I have an answer for this. Thanos was wearing Tony's gauntlet, which was made out of the same nanotech as Tony's suit. 
So that's how Tony was able to get those. Okay. Because they show the gems, they show the stones going up his arm, like on these little nanotech tracks. So he literally just like slinked it. Okay. He nano, he'd like merged with the nano. And then my other plot hole, which I just thought of this second, was like, hey, I'm going to make this glove. But you know what? I'm going to spend a lot of money making it that it could just, just in case Hulk's mammoth hand wants to wear it. Yeah. It's Nanos. But that's the other thing is you'd think if Thanos has a huge hand that he wouldn't put that technology into it. Can you imagine it was like an OJ Simpson moment where he's like, ha ha, and the glove just doesn't fit. And he's like, ah, foiled. (laughs) Because I will say if if Tony didn't make the glove larger, none of this would have, like, they would have beaten him a lot faster. Okay, but that's the thing is we're gay. We talked about a lot of gay things in this, but there were when when five years later passed, everybody looked a lot different. And so I think and some people not as good. I think Thor didn't look as good. But you know what? I'd still fuck him. He didn't make my list. But who is the list of the worst five years later look? Who made your who was your winner or loser rather? (laughs) Um um it i am definitely giving it to the can i speak to your manager lesbian haircut on carol danvers (laughs) all right you know what she was my number she was going to be my number one but i'm going to switch her to number two i'm going to switch her to number two just so i can give a different one she that hair it's so weird where you're like when comic books don't look good in real life because right. they just gave her the hair of what she had in the comic books exactly and they really tried to make it look good but when they when that scene started and she was standing there they had like <laughs> i think i went oh no yeah i was mad it's kind of like girl i hope you have superpower hair growing magic <laughs> like i hope your hair can grow back real fast so you know what i'm glad she's your number two because at the end at tony's funeral i actually thought she looked really good uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that pissed me off, that moment there. How do you have what? Samuel L. Jackson come out right next to Carol Danvers, and they don't even look and acknowledge and smile at each other? I'm sure they did right before that. It wasn't a But I wanted it, about, it in the movie! <laughs> it was about honoring each character. Well, it's because they were both green screened, and they forgot to do that. <laughs> Because half the people were not there uh, in that fucking scene. But oh, whatever. no goddamn way. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer showing up for that shit? Yeah. No. Oh, pl- oh, like, what does she have to do? Give me a break. She was the first one there. <laughs> She's earned lounging around not having yeah. to do anything. Um, But my worst look was... uh, It's five years later... But um, I decided to uh, <laughs> dye my hair a gross red color and then let it grow out. Black Widow. <laughs> Bitch, what? How long does it take for your hair to grow? I know. I was like, honey, that's not five years of length, okay? That means maybe two years ago or maybe like a year and a half ago, you right. went through another dye thing and then let that grow out. 
Yeah, that was just like that was that was I mean, no, weren't they saying that her natural color is red and she finally she was growing out the blonde. But she, it means she would have had to kept the blonde for like three and a half years. Yeah, or, or she grew it out and then dyed it blonde again and was like, What am I doing? And then like let it grow right. out again. She was just having like Hawkeye so, um nightmares. But yeah, that just... was that just and I know they were doing it to kind of be like, Look, she's a mess, but I was like, Girl, you look bad. You look bad. You look bad. Yeah. Um, Black Widow crying and eating a peanut butter sandwich with them grown out roots. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh, my God. Um, So there were a lot of... So her hair wasn't the only surprise. There were a lot of surprise cameos. Yes. I mean, it's an expansive Marvel universe. There's going to be some characters that show up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So who was your favorite surprise cameo? Mine was because they ended up having like a huge kind of plot point in the movie. And I know this character, a lot of people don't like this character because they felt it was racist that this character was in the movie. But I still liked this character, and that is Tilda fucking Swinton. Ah, uh, yes. What a nice surprise. Uh, what was her character's name again? The Ancient One. The Ancient One. Because, uh, And I love how no one got the memo <laughs> that Doctor Strange was not Doctor Strange for very long. <laughs> oh, I love that they showed her in the Battle of New York. Like, swatting Chitauri out of the sky. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yes, and, but I love he shows up, uh, uh, the Hulk comes and shows up and is just like, oh, uh, oh, you have it. I'm going to have to take this. I don't got time to explain. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and her way of dealing and ba- the fact that she could one-on-one take on the Hulk was awesome. Yeah. And I just, yeah. I love, I love her. That scene, those scenes made me nervous for two reasons. One, I thought when she did her move where she separated, like she put a banner on the astral plane. Oh, that was going to be like permanent? I I was, permanent separation. I was so nervous about that. I'm so glad that didn't happen. And then two, when she realized, when he says that uh, Stephen gave away the time stone and she said, I must have made a mistake. I was so She was talking about making a mistake in that moment. I thought she was going to do it so that Stephen Strange was never going to be the Doctor Strange. Oh, fuck. I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. She's going to take it back. No, No, but but that's the thing is she's like, I can see all the future things. If he can see all the, if he, then, okay. Oh, God. I love how she's like running it all through her brain. Like, ah, shit. All right. I got to fucking give this to you. Yep. Yep. Amazing. Um, my favorite surprise cameo. We finally... After having this connected, expanded universe with Netflix shows and shows on ABC, we've never had anyone from TV show up in the movies until Endgame. Really? Who? Jarvis is the Jarvis from Agent Carter. Oh! Oh, that's cute. In 1970. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was, it's the actor from Agent Carter. And was John Slattery in the original uh, dad? He's the original dad in the movies, right? He was in Civil War Dominic and stuff, Cooper right? and John Slattery. Dominic Cooper and John Slattery have been playing him both. Actually, Dominic Cooper played him first. Who was in the Civil War ones? Where they did the, like, the flashbacks and stuff. Uh, so, uh, Dominic Cooper plays Howard Stark in Captain America the First Avenger. And then he would play Howard on Agent Carter. Um, 
and other what other so slattery came on for the first time on a film strip in iron man 2 oh, okay was the first time you saw slattery All as right. an older howard stark so this was like part of my whole thing on the marvel cinematic universe was like someone explained like flying asgardians got it talking raccoons got it somebody explained to me how dominic cooper one day turns into john slattery <laughs> That was like, yeah, that's the biggest fantasy of the whole Marvel universe. Uh, so they had John Slattery in like Dominic Cooper's hair and and mustache style. Wait, but who whose parents die in a car crash? Tony and Winter Soldier killed. So them. who was that? John Slattery in those? Oh scenes? yeah, that was John Slattery. Okay, yes, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, older, yeah, older, older. Okay, yeah. all right, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um. So yeah, Jarvis, oh, Agent Carter, Jarvis. I love him. The other thing is, I think, just, those are things, though, that I am like, why can't you have fucking Daredevil jump through at the end? Or Jessica Jones? Like, that, why don't you do that? All it would take is a shot of them, like, helping people on the street. No dialogue. Like, just show me, like, Daisy quake getting out of a ship exactly the agents behind her with their guns up that's it i just feel there's like no pro it's not like oh we can't we don't have the rights you have the rights to do whatever you own everything (laughs) Uh, it honestly it was such a great payoff to see agent carter jarvis i like i freaked out i screamed i was the only one i'm the only one in the theater who screamed at jarvis everyone's like oh my god what's her problem wow (laughs) what's her problem there were a lot of cameos in this movie and some of them not so good. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is your worst surprise cameo? Well, I know that there is no gay icon like unnamed man number 38, but <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the much heralded first openly gay person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What an icon, Joe Russo. As gay man number one. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Jim Starlin, creator of Thanos, was gay man number two in the gay men support group. Um. So, uh, yeah, so you're angry that the only gay character is just like a nobody. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't click on the article. It was the only spoiler article to go around before the movie came out was there's a, there's a MCU's first openly gay person. And I was like, well, I'm not going to click because it might be Hercules. <laughs> Nope. While I sat there in my mind going, Hercules, it was just... Some dude that was crying during his dessert. Because <laughs> yep. he was a dirty, yep. dumb faggot who can't, who can't get his shit together five years later. I was like... You know what? It's been, I was like, it's been five years. You're still crying on a date? Get it together, girl. <laughs> right. You know what? I'll take the bullet. I'll play the gay character. I'll do it myself. No one uh, else wants to do it. So it was the director I doing that? It. That's Joe Russo, the, one of the but directors. But is he gay in real life? I don't think so. Huh. Interesting. Hey, I'm the director. I just like, we're going to put one gay character and I'm going to do it. I don't want some faggot coming here pansy enough um, to set. <laughs> <laughs> you see how many Chris's we have here? We can't have some faggot walking around. Oh, God. Right? He's going to fucking try and bless them. Jesus. <laughs> try to butt fuck them or whatever it is that they do. I'll play him. But I'm going to play him straight. Um, My worst surprise cameo 
is because I still felt it was treated as a fuck you. And I don't know if, because, and I, the only reason I'm saying this is because I've read interviews where this person said, no, I would be in these movies again. And I want to know what happened, but uh, fucking uh, Jane Foster. Uh, what the hell? I was what like, are they not going to put her in? And then they start showing. And I'm like, she needs to be in the movie and have <laughs> a that... scene. And that scene that... where then they're like, was that from the previous movie? I feel like she wasn't like that was all previously used footage. <laughs> was that stock footage? of? Natalie it was like Portman? stock footage of like... Natalie Portman. And then it just cuts with Rocket like. And it was very rapey. Like, he's, like, walking towards her. I'm like, what did he do to her? What did he do? Well, he, he stuck her with that three-needle thing and sucked the... the um, exactly! The and then it's like, her. but then what happened to her? Like, what? <laughs> there like, guards running after can't him. Can't you like... fucking give her a line of... Fu- you could put fucking Renee Russo? Is she related to the director's? No. Okay. I, mean, I don't think so. All right, fine, whatever. You'll put fucking Renee Russo, but you can't fucking have... Uh, Jane Foster in it? Guess who Jane Foster is? She's fucking Thor now in the comics. Like, I mean, I kind of thought she her. was going to be Thor at some. Like, I was like, "Ooh, are they going to make her like pick up?" No, a they tri- and that was the thing. It's not even worse. Like, I don't want to see this character. I felt like give her a bo- throw her a fucking bone. And then the only line of dialogue she had was like, "You heard her from afar," while her body double went into a door. Yeah, it was her body double. Yeah. And the worst part is, is they were just using uh, lines from Black Swan. <laughs> they went to GettyImages.com and bought royalty-free footage of Nicole, of Natalie Portman. And she's just Nicole like, yeah, she walks in and she's just like, I did it. It was the best dance. And you're like, what? Um, That's okay. They used a cardboard cutout of <laughs> <Pfeiffer>. <laughs> It was Marissa Tomei and Michelle Pfeiffer. If you look closely, they're actually cardboard cutouts. (laughs) I know. But it was, well, you could tell because it was from my cousin Vinny. It was the cardboard cutout of Marissa Tomei. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. Um, But there were some, uh, this movie, I will say a lot of movies rely on big twists where it turns out someone is a bad guy after all. Someone... Does, you know, there's like, oh, this person was doing this. Oh, this person is going to come and rescue. There's a lot of things that could happen in this movie that could be considered twists. And so I want to know what what uh, was the best surprise moment for you where you that you did not see it coming in this movie? And what if it's just a moment and not a plot twist? Oh, it doesn't have to. No, okay, yeah, just, okay? just I would say anything that you didn't realize that you just didn't see coming that just threw you by surprise. So a long time ago, I had the thought in my head, you know what they should do? You know what I would love if they made out? I'd love a shot. Of, I'd love all the women to do something. <sighs> I'd love a splash shot of all the women. <sighs> they fucking did it. They did it. I yeah. couldn't believe it was happening. I was screaming. I was screaming and screaming at the screen. You don't understand. Like had... The girls in my, like women in my theater started like, yelling. Everyone started yelling. Oh, Because so the way I. the I scene, yelled. because it wasn't just like they all showed up. It was like one by one. Every female character oh. started coming up to fight. And you were like, ah! Like, it was so it was, fucking good. And it, was, and it wasn't just a fight. It was to, 
it was to help Carol get to the other side. Like, yeah. it literally was to help Carol get from point A to point B. I, it was incredible. It was that moment from Infinity War times 10. It was so powerful. And it was such an homage to Black Widow. Yeah. It felt like. I mean, not like she could have done anything if she was there. Exactly. <laughs> well, they did have to cut. Oh, I heard, but this is like some 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 things that I found out. They did cut out a scene though, because the reason all those women showed up is she was like, "I need help," and all the guys were like, "Ugh, I'm busy, you dyke." <laughs> oh, she cut her hair. Fail. She you cut her hair. I'm gonna fucking help that lesbian. <laughs> this is gonna be the biggest flop ever. Her trying to get the gun from one side to the other. <laughs> Uh, I will say, uh, I cried at two moments in the movie, and that moment with all the women was one of them. <laughs> Absolutely. I started crying. I'm so I'm Like, so, I fucking so, so, so. straight up tears started rolling down my face. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It was just incredible. My favorite twist or surprise moment, and I call it a twist for me because I... Even though it has happened in the comics before, I did not see it coming. Is when they were fighting Thanos, and it looked like Thor oh. is about to die. Which you know, some and I thought this, and in my head I was like, "Oh, here comes Captain Marvel." That's what I thought was happening. It's exactly. I, I was like, "Here," I said to uh, Jeff, "Here comes, here she comes, here she comes." But and no, it didn't happen there. No, fucking, he gets hit with a hammer. And the hammer goes back, and it's fucking Captain America using the hammer. That was the other moment where I I loved it. I screamed at the screen. Like, I pointed at it and just yelled. (laughs) I. It was so incredible. I loved it. With him with the shield and the fucking hammer. Oh my god. I spent yesterday watching audience reaction videos on YouTube. <laughs> oh my god, I have to watch that. Wait, from ha- from how? Oh my god, from people recording it Thursday night and but like it but but then but literally so instead of watching the movie, they were just filming the audience, or they, this is like the second time they well, they saw just had it. their phone pointed at the screen, and you just heard like you know you saw the backs of the heads reacting. Oh, okay. You certainly heard everybody freaking out, um, but. There are, like, you have not lived until you've watched an audience reaction video. Like, yeah, you, you don't see their faces. Audience reaction video um, of Cap lifting that hammer. You don't. It's, uh, you've never heard people this excited. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, my God. And I've already. Yeah, I just, it, it just, like, yeah. I, I can't, I have no words. I have no words. And then he, so I watched it the second time, and I realized this. He fucks Thanos up so hard with that hammer. Oh, my God. Like, the moves he makes, that fight is incredible. Yeah. Um, So there's a lot of moments in the present that really wowed us. But this movie was such a celebration of all the past films before it. Mm -hmm. So much so that Act 2 was literally a trip down memory lane where they hit highlight moments from the previous movies to grab a stone from the past Mm -hmm. so we had they 
So what was the best moment that referred back to another movie or to a moment in another? There, there were so many. Well, there were so many. Mine does not refer back to another moment. Mine, it refers Ooh. back to the comics and actually a recent comic. Ooh. Mine is when Captain America realizes he has to steal that scepter in the elevator. And the way he gets it out of their fucking hand is by going hail Hydra. Just like at the end, the twist of the actual Captain America comic book. Ah, I fucking love that. But this is my answer too. And it it absolutely is a, a reference back to a previous movie. It's the elevator fight from Winter Soldier. Like, it's all the same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know it's it reference back to the movie. And I'm just saying that actual line of dialogue. Oh, the line. Like, yeah. I well, fucking mine, love that. Mine was when the elevator stops, and it's Rumlow, and it's all the same people, the other guy, and Cap gets in the elevator, and they. it's like, oh my god, oh my god, like, my favorite moment for my favorite movie is happening again, and yeah. then they just fucking, like, turn it on its head with yeah. the reference to the comic. <laughs> It was so smart because it was like, oh my god, is yeah, it was ah, uh, so good. This another another kind. This one is not really so much a callback as it is kind of like a no. We see you like we're still doing character arcs, folks. Even in these little moments, um, I just love seeing Evangeline Lilly in like with everybody. Like it was so great to see Wasp with everybody for yeah, me personally. Yeah, yeah, and when she appears next to Scott. And Scott has to get to the van, and yeah. she appears next to him, and she gets to confirm the direct order from Captain America. She says, "Roger, you know, we're on it, Cap." Yeah. And then like they look at it, they smile and look at each other, and go, and she flies him. Like, what a great little callback of how she was jealous that Scott was an Avenger in Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Like she had such like venom about it. She hated hearing about it. Yeah. Like, just that little moment. It was so big it was the like it was the end of a character arc it, oh i loved it yeah that i was... loved that they had a partnership moment i loved it there were so many things like that last battle it just there's nothing like it like there's i've never seen anything like it because mm-hmm. it's literally you were just seeing oh everyone like just even when uh, just the and I will say my favorite part of the battle was that kind of hot potato who has the gauntlet, yeah, and passing yeah. it from uh, Hawkeye to um, Black Panther to Black Panther to Spider Man to Carol Danvers and just all of the people that were helping them along the way. Oh, it was just so it was so good. I will say just and that moment of when every character appears and comes back like it, there is something where people can i there's there's the bitter betties that are already coming out tr- like trashing this movie being like oh my god it's just such fan service and you're like but you know what why is that a bad thing exactly exactly well there, there's fan service where the where it's fan service can be bad when you're only serving fan service and you're actually telling a bad story but this is a right. fucking good story that is also doing fan service because I will say when you're in a packed theater and Captain and, and fucking Black Panther comes out and 
everyone fucking starts clapping and going ape shit and then that keeps happening as each character comes out like that's like it's like a, a great a special moment and if you thought that, that was annoying and eye rolling oh then then go, to, then go fuck yourself then you're Who dead you? inside what and you're doing? gonna die alone <laughs> what what's the point of living what is the point of living if you feel that way exactly it was uh, so. We'll, we'll, I want to. We'll talk more about that in a bit. Because um, it. Well, the next thing is, uh, how many times did you cry? Would you say, or did you just cry through the whole? I thing cry, like cried twice. You cried. Oh, you said that. You. I cried. So I, Hawkeye's family. I cried. Yeah. Um, Carol saving Tony. I cried. <laughs> like, the list goes on and <laughs> Jesus. on. Jesus. I, I was a mess. Were we on your period? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, uh, well, for, well, back to the, well. Okay, never mind. Uh, so, the t- like, there was just so many tearjerker moments. The second time, there was there was really only one thing. The second time that made me cry as hard as the first, though. I'm but it's, I'm assuming it's the same thing as it's mine. It's Tony's death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, Jesus. but I was like just tears. I was sobbing both times because let me tell you, Pepper didn't help. And I will say, this is how good this movie is. Like old me from like even before the movie, if I fucking saw Pepper Potts in an Iron Man suit, I would have been like, "Boo! Fuck you, Pepper Potts." But uh, she was really good, and she really sold that that final scene where it's her. And uh, Spider-Man. And who was the other person there? Uh, uh, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah, when they were, the three of them were just with Tony in his last moments. Oh, it was heartbreaking. Oh, my God. What she, oh, what she was like, we're going to be okay. You can rest. Yeah. Like, you can let oh, go. She just gave him uh, permission. She gave him permission to die. It was, it was unreal. So sad. It was so sad. It, and, like, it, James Rhodes... Um, just says nothing like it's just ugh. Uh, oh i also want to point out they did a nod to carol and james rhodes having a relationship in the comics when they were um in like on widow's team and they all had their separate missions like yeah. they did that lingering look when she was like be careful and like she had that lingering look with don Cheadle. oh like it was totally like a little okay these two anyway i thought that was great um but yeah it's it just tony's death and then how powerful and meaningful it was and then how it just galvanized the entire marvel cinematic universe to come together at that beautiful funeral in front of the green screen i know it's weird because some it's it got to the point where literally it was like i feel you can spend enough money on this movie that i should not be able to tell who is there and who isn't but it seemed very (laughs) painfully obvious and like benedict cumberbedge that was filmed like nope you're not really there and it also and my other problem is the acting i felt like it just felt like they're like oh 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 shit okay put on the suit stand in front of the green screen you're sad we can't tell you why because of plot holes. Mm-hmm. Like right, I feel a right, lot right. of them did not even know it was Tony Stark being dead because they, because they probably the, weren't allowed to be, they weren't allowed to know that information. I think it was Brie Larson who said that she was handed like, um, she was shooting some of her final scenes in the movie. Um, and she was handed a page that everything on it was redacted except her one line. <laughs> yeah. That's so the no knife will. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was um, also like that pa- that funeral pantsuit she was wearing. 
and that hair badass grow it out for the sequel yeah did you well how about talk about things you didn't cry at did you cry when black widow died I did. I te- I didn't. I, did not. I wasn't. <laughs> I was not. No, it did. Didn't it fall a little flat? Like, yeah. I, I don't. It just wasn't well, as emotional as I thought. We right before uh, my boyfriend Joe, he was like, "Who's gonna be? Who's gonna die?" And I was yeah, like, "I, I was like, I was like, they're both gonna try, but I think in the end it'll be Hawkeye, and in the yeah. end it was her, and I would have rather it been Hawkeye." Yeah, it's, but um, I didn't I give mean, a shit. I, I was did... like, "You're useless in a battle. You can die." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh the fight was super cool of like who gets to commit suicide. What a goddamn concept that yeah. is. Um I guess part of it was that as soon as you knew that Hawkeye and Widow were going to Vormir, you're like, well, well yeah, one of them's not coming back. Yeah. And you think it was going to be Hawkeye because he had to like pay the price for what he became when he was Ronin. Yeah. They really doubled down on Hawkeye in this movie. Yeah, I loved it. Does he call his daughter Kate at all? No, Isla. Oh, okay. So that's not Kate Bishop, who I was hoping it would be. No, 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 no. Was Tony's death your favorite tearjerker moment? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now we've come to the the King Daddy, the the Queen Mum of categories, the the best moment, just the most come alive moment. And, I mean... There's nothing like those heroes coming back. Yeah. There's nothing. There's... I mean, you can't say what else. I mean, honestly, it's just like that whole battle. <laughs> I that could. Whole... I don't know how to choose. From the moment the the all of the portals opened and everyone starts Even walking before out. That, when um, Falcon is in his in Falcon is in Cap's earpiece and says, "On your left," from the beginning of yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that's when when i heard on your left i sobbed so good so good and then like how everyone's cheers escalate when spider-man swings in yeah like people are like because panther walks out and everyone is like yelling um a bombay <laughs> <Everyone's yelling. laughs> uh and then falcon zooms out and it's so dramatic and amazing and then you get strange and the guardians of the galaxy and then spider-man like oh it's just and then fucking valkyrie shows up and bright wind or like yeah it's just it keeps building and then wasp appears like it doesn't you're overwhelmed movies will never you're do, a movie will never ever the, yeah I, i'll never feel that way ever again well you can't because it's as you said it's 22 movies 22 blockbuster movies with super famous people like you're never gonna see that something like that again unless they do it again. Um, and just like, but you also know where each of those people is coming from. You know their story. Like, yeah. So you, when each of them show back up, like you know what it means. You know the ramifications for, of how they feel and how other people feel. Like it's so good. Fucking Scarlet Witch. Are oh you yeah. Me that we got we got a Phoenix scene with Scarlet Witch. Holy shit. Yeah, when she fucking is like, oh, bitch, I'm going to fuck you up. I was like, say... I don't even know who you are. She goes, oh, you will. And then Phoenix is the fuck out. I will say this. Another thing, plot hole thing. If he could take that time stone and rewind, 
I always just wonder, like, oh, can't you then use the time stone and kind of rewind to save Tony? I guess maybe you couldn't. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, right, like he did with the, yeah, I don't know. But Vision. Don't think of it like that. Vision. No Vision. Isn't there. Well, I mean, I guess it's because he didn't get dusted. He just died. (laughs) He just died. But I think what okay let's before because all the things I'm, I keeps on bringing me to future things. So before we start talking about where this is all leading, what are your final thoughts on the movie? It I'll never I've never had a movie going experience like that, and I yeah. never will again. Yeah, it's crazy how intense it is. Like, and it's so yeah. well crafted into three acts. Like it's like. It really was like three different movies. It really was like your drama and then your kind of action heist comedy and then just the most epic fantasy you've ever seen. I agree. Steeped in character. I agree. I I just, I can't believe, I know it's not over uh, because there's so many projects coming, but I mean, just this overall arc. My thing is, I will say it it was amazing, amazing movie, but... I will say that I was disappointed in two things. First of all, did you stay and watch all the credits? Yes. Uh. (laughs) I like it because it adds to the feeling of finality. And they did do something. They, They did. They had a sound effect. They did. A clang. Yes. What is that clang? It's Tony building his first suit in the cave from the first one. Oh, is that official? That's what it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And they're called. It's called the 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 Big Bang of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Tony well, banging that hammer. Well, here's my thing: is I, I just really wanted. Now that this merger happened, I really wanted. I really wanted something. And I guess, and I yeah. understand that they did. It was like, this is the end. This is the end, even though it's not. But that's the thing is like, I wanted a reference to Dr. Doom. I wanted like the end. Like, this is kind of what in my head I would love. Like, I even thought like when they're like, we need another brilliant mind to do time travel. That they're like, oh, there's this professor that's about to go on a space mission called Reed Richards. Like, I just yeah. wanted something. I know. It wasn't about show that, up. I know it isn't, but I really wanted it. And so I was just really hoping, like, you finish the movie, let's have one little post thing of, like, what's to come. And that really annoyed me that there wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but they uh, did. Yeah. They did what? I think they did. Well, first of all, I, I want another comment on the end is it ended. It ends with a sh- Do you remember what the final shot is? What? It's oh, with dan- Steven, the dancing? Yeah. It's Steve and Peggy staring into each other's face and going in for a kiss. It is, and with, with like, music, um, like, just beautiful, like, 40s music behind them. And it's such, like, a classic cinema shot Yeah, to end with. Like, Helly Altwell looks like, like, an, like a Golden Age movie star. They both do. And the, the music is just, it, it feels like... It ends on such a classic cinema note. It's so, which to me speaks to like 
how they have changed cinema and then just like went back to uh, there's so much I can say about it but I just think it is absolutely it was absolutely the right shot to end on and we're left at the end with the change up is Captain America is now Falcon yes uh, and how great was that how Bucky the se- I realized this the second time Bucky knew what Steve was going to do. And that's why right before Steve left on the time platform, Bucky says, I'm really going to miss you. Mm-hmm. He just, he, and he look on his face. He absolutely knows. Um, like when they can't get him back, Bucky's just standing there smiling. Yeah. Like he absolutely knows. And then looks over at the bench. Incredible. But if you look at it in the weird, the new King of Asgard is Valkyrie. The new Iron Man, I guess, is technically Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, there's definitely... All these white men are deferring. They're they're passing the gauntlet down uh, to non-white men, (laughs) which I like. Yeah. Steve is passing the gauntlet to Carol. You know, you could see how they were so connected, like, just from that moment in the beginning. Where she's like, we go get the stones, we bring them back. That's simple. That's simple. And Cap's like, it's that simple. You know, Carol gives him the look like, yep, we're on the same wavelength. So here's the thing, though, is that they said they're not going to release. Can we talk about future now? Yeah. Okay. They're not going to release all the the new movies that are coming, that are slated to come out until after Homecoming. Far From Home? Or Far From Home. Um, so... My question is, so we literally have no idea, is there going to be another Avengers movie? And how long do you think they're going to wait for another Avengers movie to come out? And who are the Avengers? Yeah. So who do we have on the table? I'm, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to take out anybody. Well, because there's Disney Plus to consider. But I well, don't think we're going to get another Avengers movie for a very long time. For years, five years. Um, but I think it will be a Carol-led yes. team. I, th- I think you'll have Ant-Man and Wasp. You yes. Know, I think you'll have Spider-Man. Hulk. I think you'll have Thor. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, you'll have Falcon. I, I like, the Falcon as Cap is interesting. If they're going to... I mean, if Anthony Mackie is going to truly play Captain America in the films, mm-hmm. we do have... The Winter Soldier and Falcon television show. Exactly. So is Sam going to be Cap on that show? And we also have a Black Widow movie. So that's clearly a prequel. (laughs) And then we also have a Hawkeye TV show. Potentially. That has not been confirmed. And then there is going to be WandaVision. Right, so Vision is going to play into that, Avi. Well, I clearly, I already know how that's going to go down. Is that going to be, I don't, I remember you, but I don't have any feelings for you? Well, but it's already been established, because, uh, what's her name? Shuri downloaded him. Well, she wasn't downloading him, wasn't, was she? She, oh, yeah, she was, like, recreating him. She was, yeah, and I think she's going to, so then they did succeed doing it, but when they bring him back, he has all the memories, but he doesn't have any of the emotion. And I think that's a really good place to start. That's great. Uh, And then, so the Loki thing is interesting, because even though 
they didn't change anything. Loki is Loki, and he still disappeared into something with a space stone. And so, uh, you know, is he bound by the same rules as everything else? Exactly. Probably not. No. But then, do you think anyone that has a TV show, are they going to appear in a future Avengers movie? Like, are they going to be part of the Avengers? Yeah, I don't think they're going to be relegated to TV. I know we think of TV Marvel as a prison. You're never going to pop into movie land, but I'm sure that's changing. But that's the thing. So, if Or it's are the be... movies even going to... I mean, do we even do movies about these characters anymore? Do we save the movies for other stuff? But that's that's what then I ask. If then, what are the slate of movies? They're going to still do the damn movies because they make so much money. Oh, fuck what? Yeah. But so what is the new slate of... Of movies, then, if the Avengers isn't coming out for a while, what do you think so, is is coming out? We know we have Spider Man, we know we have Captain Marvel, we know we have Ant Man and the Wasp. I think those three are definitely going to have new movies. Yeah, well, the definite ones we know are Black Panther two and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, 3. oh, yeah, 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 and then those. Okay, so of course we forgot Black Panther. He's definitely going to be one of the big players on the Avengers. Uh what else do you think is coming down the pipe? Because they said in interviews, oh, with the merger, we've already planned everything for the next five yeah. years. So that all the merger stuff isn't going to be happening. Do you believe that? Because they said it mostly referenced to the X-Men, which maybe I can right. believe. But do they really mean that with all of the Fantastic Four villains and characters? I have to think they have to introduce the Fantastic Four soon because part of and what Galactus made this thing such and Doctor Doom, yeah, part of what's what made this such a success was the dangling of the carrot about the next new thing. They can't lose that. Like they can't. We can't now have a finite. Oh, I'm sorry. Shang Chi is confirmed. So that's what's our that? first new character, Master of Kung Fu. Is that an established character? You've never heard of Shang Chi. No, who? What comics? Like he's are an there? Avenger on Hickman Avengers, and he was oh. he had his own comic for like since the seventies. No, what's his power? His name is the Master of Kung Fu. So he just does Kung Fu, but does he have superpowers? I mean, the Kung Fu is pretty badass. But he's what very about spiritual? But how about supernatural? I, and but but he's but I who would win in a battle, him or Iron Fist? Oh, Shang Chi would. Okay. Yeah, I think he would make Iron Fist Kung Fu look like bullshit yeah he's um he was in domino gail simone's domino he like trained her at a fight in her first story arc oh okay he was big on hickman's avengers and that's gonna be a movie yeah first and marvel cinematic asian lead and then the eternals is angelina that... jolie is cersei bitch but is that a an mc in the mcu universe I'm very, I feel like they're, I don't know how interesting all of this is. I know. I feel like they're digging, I feel like they're, they're, I feel like they're digging the obscure stuff where it's like, you still need to hit the big players. Like, I feel like, I have a feeling. Guardians worked. Yeah, but that worked because of uh, Simon. You know what I mean? because of simon what's his name the director james gunn james gunn simon what the fuck yeah. is my sorry just ignore me I, I it worked because of james gunn like it's they, they yeah i mean who's to say they don't have i mean 
they're I feel like they're risky, but I feel like they're. But that's the thing is they knew they could take a risk with Guardians of the Galaxy because they had the Avengers. And so I'm just saying they have Spider-Man, but then Captain Marvel, I think they'll still be hits, but she's still not the level of Avengers. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And Eternals? No one gives a fuck about the Eternals. So the Eternals, is to me, I keep going back to this, and I know that I'm wrong, is the Eternals how we get mutants? Because isn't the Eternals about, like, humankind was mucked with by Celestials, like, in billions of years ago, creating the Eternals, the Deviants, and Homo sapiens? But now I'm just thinking, I feel like we're about to enter this Dark Age era, where it's like everything now is just prepping for the real reboot is going to be happening five years from now. Yeah. And that's when we're going to have... Because I feel like the real reboot and the real Avengers movie, I think they're not going to make another Avengers movie until Wolverine can be on it. I think that could be right. Or do they just move over to building X-Men? Those X-Men need to be in the... I want to see an X-Men within the MCU with all those other characters. You know what I think they're going to do? I think it's this. I think it's going to branch into... So once we get past all the ones we know about, I think it'll branch into kind of street and space. I think I've said this before. Yes. That I think we'll have like the Spider-Man track where you'll get a new Daredevil, you get a new Luke Cage, a new Jessica Jones, all that. And then you'll get the Carol Danvers track where you'll get Eternals and Fantastic Four and all that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You'd be Peter on the streets and Carol in the sheets. The sheets being the sheets of the fabric of reality that makes up space time. Really, that was really pulling it, <laughs> stretching it. Um. But also, I want to know if in Spider-Man: Far From Home, a, I want to know if all the all the kids, like the the MJs and the Neds of the world and the Flash Thompsons, were they all dusted so that they're all the same age? So we don't have any problems. Do you think they're even and... going to address it? Hell yeah. The age thing? They better. I don't think they're going to address the age thing at all. Oh, I think they are. I think they are. I think there'll be some new kids. I think all the characters they want to keep, they dusted. And then all the characters that they don't care about will be replaced by new ones. Also, I want to know if Mysterio and Peter Parker are going to have kind of like a call me by your name thing going on. <laughs> yum. yum. Yum, yum. I uh, I hope so. I think uh, Peter Parker should come out as uh, bisexual. Yes. I think that's where the Marvel Universe is going. Well, they I did... think we're going to move on. To some representation beyond unnamed man. They did say the one of the leads in Eternals is they're looking for a gay Asian man to play it. Yes. Which people have been throwing around uh, the Asian... No. The Asian guy from How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. Who's hot? B.D. Wong is too old. We discussed this. 
Um, do you think there'll be an A-Force movie at some point? Because we had our A-Force moment with all the women. That would be amazing. But they would That'd need to have uh, Dazzler. <laughs> Hell yeah. We need some fucking Dazzler. So we got Dark Phoenix next. Wait, what's next? Far From Home or Dark Phoenix? I think, when does Far From Home come? Dark Phoenix is June. June. Far From Home is July. Okay, so Dark Phoenix is next. Dark Phoenix is next. The end of an era. Thank you so much, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, This was the greatest time to be alive. (laughs) I know, and if you watched Game of Thrones, you would even, just the fact that the greatest tv show and the greatest movie experiences are both happening at the same time it is just like we're about to enter a dark it's a little much yeah it's a little much. we're about to enter a dark age and i'm very sad yeah we'll actually have to pay attention to the presidential election because we'll have no escapist fiction that we care about no vote warren oh you're a team warren I am. She's I, the only one who, who actually has any idea of yeah, what's happening. I, I, she's the only one who actually is happen. like, oh, this is actually what I'm going to do. <laughs> They're called plans, everybody. Um, Look them up. Did you hear about uh, the the gay scandal? The gay possible scandal? No, what? Bridget? So Pete Buttgag is like doing really well in the polls, but another gay candidate who decided to stay in the closet and date Rosario Dawson as a beard... the rumors are is that he is super pissed that he could have probably come out all along and it wouldn't have hurt him yeah no shit but now he's stuck the lesson but now he doubled down on rosario dawson so now they're saying he might come out as bi even though he's gay in order to gain more traction with voters none of this is gonna work (laughs) i think that's hilarious (laughs) that is hilarious it is Anyway, uh, but you know what? Uh, I want a president who's who's just could snap their fingers and make it all better again. Mm. Thanks, Hulk. Hulk for president. Hulk for president. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this shit. I can't believe we only talked about one movie. And we went longer than we typically do i know it's crazy well thank you for sitting through this but remember just because we're talking about movies it does not mean that we're going to stop talking about comics because remember comics remember everybody if you read comics well i hate to break it to you but Sorry. that makes you queer <laughs> goodbye go see end game <laughs> Oh, my God.